we're going to get into how to keep on praying in the midst of a drought, a spiritual drought. You're excited. I'm excited because I need to be able to be excited about your spiritual, spiritual life. I can see it. Yeah. I'm yeah, just kidding. You're not. <laughs> that's true. You look like you're green and prospering. I've been, <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a spiritual drought. Believe me, and I, I would have loved to know what was going on um, at that time. And, and I think that would have been, if I knew what it was I was dealing with, I would have been so quick to... Maybe I would have been more quick, actually, to look at how to keep going, like, yeah. you know, in my prayer life and spiritually and having, like, conversations with people rather than just, like, you know, just picking up something else and being like, okay, well, I guess that's it today or that's Feeling it this season. right? Yeah. And just, like, filling up something else. Yeah. That's it. That's it's hard. So we're going to. Let's just actually dig into what a drought is and then mm, that's let's good. apply it. Yeah. A drought is a period of the drier than normal conditions. A drought can last for days, months, or years. Droughts often. <laughs> Why does it say drought often? <laughs> that's not even accurate grammar. <laughs> okay, droughts often have large impacts on the ecosystems and agriculture of affected regions and causes harm. To the local economy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of farmers. Like nothing can grow if they don't have rain. Mm-hmm. They're they're planting things, but they need rain ultimately to grow them. Um, the same can happen if we look at we're taking drought in a spiritual sense, right? Because I'm I'm yeah. thinking that's what we're talking about in mm-hmm. terms of. Um, being in a drought kind of feels like I can't explain how it feels for you but for me it's you know you don't sense God's presence when you're even reading the word of God you're like just you don't sense his presence or the words on the page are like just any other book and it just seems like there's no revelation coming not hearing any direction or guidance Maybe your mind is wandering often. And so what happens is you kind of, like, I tend to, it's easy to just be like, well, I guess that's it for the day and just leave it at that and then feel like I need something else um, to fill whatever I thought the Bible was going to fill. And it didn't. And then usually that something else doesn't fill it anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe temporarily. So that's that's what a drought looks like, though. And everyone goes through that. Um, you're not alone if you've ever been in the Word or prayed and just had no sense that God was even really listening or that you your words were, like, kind of just bouncing back to you. They were just kind of echoing off the walls and and you didn't seem, like, guided or... Like your spirit wasn't moved, you didn't feel inspired. Like that is super normal to go through seasons of that time. So we're kind of checking in with you, with ourselves to say, first of all, that's that's okay, that's normal. But second of all, is there a way to overcome 
that mm -hmm. sense of that period of time and to shorten it or to actually like actively you know feel those things or get inspired again yeah we're gonna just dig in what a drought can feel like what are some of the tools that we would use in trying to overcome a drought and inviting the holy spirit in because if we look at the analogy of what the physical drought looks like in just our climate right it's um it says here right like it could happen it could last for days months or years and a drought has large impacts on ecosystem agriculture. Well, we know that if we are in a drought spiritually, we don't feel that nourishment from our, our Lord, that the spiritual drought will manifest and show in the physical. And that has a huge impact on our lives. It's a huge impact on our families, on our friends, on our communities, whether we acknowledge it or not in the beginning of the drought, because the water, the nourishment that we can receive through the Holy Spirit, the, the guidance that we receive through the Holy Spirit, that water, that nourishment allows us to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is love, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, right? All of these things that are so good that come from bearing fruit by the Holy Spirit's work. When we're in a drought, it's not likely that we are bearing those qualities because we're trying to get filled by the word however it's like okay i'm looking at these words and it's like i'm reading any other book i'm not getting the revelation i feel i need i also feel like the lord is far away like you were saying nicole i've been praying these prayers and i feel like god doesn't care because he's not answering these prayers what's the point is usually a question sometimes when you're in it like what's the point of this like i'm not even feeling like i'm receiving or knowing what I'm supposed to do, how are we supposed to then conduct ourselves? Our flesh, our emotions, how we are usually like, well, whatever, God doesn't love me, and God turned away from me, right? Well, how do you conduct yourself? How do you respond to those seasons? Well, I mean, I would agree with you too, Nicole, sometimes in the beginning too, especially as we talk about our relationship with the Lord, is it you fill yourself with, with other things. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the point of this? Mm -hmm. You know, but after you learn the skills of knowing like these other things aren't going to fill me up, like you said, they're not going to make me feel any better. You then begin to think about like, but what must I do, Lord, like get it and stay in the work? I recently did um, also get this like sort of new way of listening to books on um, online. And I, I saw something called like the audio Bible. And I was like, mm, okay, you know, I'll just check it out. It was like a, it had some Grammy award winners. And it's kind of like inspired me again to get back into the word. Yeah. It's it's cool because it's a, a way you pivoted, right? Like you, the, the thing about being in a, in a drought is like once you have the empowerment of identifying like, yeah, man, my thirst for the Lord is not as strong as it once was. Like, don't stop there. Right. Don't mm -hmm. stop there. Do not stop in that place and think like it's not going to come back. But you may need to pursue it in a way where it's different, just like in any other relationship you're in, though. Right. Like you, you grow and the Lord grows with us like he allows us to grow in him. But we may need to pursue differently. Mm -hmm. We may need to in every season see it differently. We may not have time to be in the physical 
word because we're driving kids around, right? But mm-hmm. we maybe have right. time to listen to an audio book in the car while we're driving or, you know, so it's just keeping a heart and a mind to set it on the Lord and just in bring him into your prayer. Like, Holy Spirit, please help me to put you first and give me that hunger and thirst. Like, I pray that all the time because I know that, like, it's a, it really is the Lord's mercy to give us even that desire. So it's like, grow that desire in my heart to pursue you, Lord. Show me how I can pursue you, you know. Um, and there's so many scriptures in, in the word, too, about how prophets and people who God used as a spokesman, they went through periods of drought. And they went through periods where it was like, you know, like, I've, I've, done all these things like I've I've spoken for you like like have you deceived me because they felt separation you know and in the response even so I'm speaking about Jeremiah too actually because I was in that the last couple of months and it was like Jeremiah was petitioning and saying like you know like did you deceive me Lord's like if you basically the Lord trained him he's like if you have not you know been able to run with people and get tired how can you run with the horses you know and the scripture basically saying like you've got to be able to be trained in these things and sometimes the drought is part of the training so outside of just like our lifestyle and being in the drought there's also a drought that the lord would allow that might be part of that spiritual muscle that he's growing in us to be trained in his ways to pursue him to fight you know, the barrier that could come in any kind of spiritual warfare, right? So I'm going to go into Ephesians really quick and just read this. In Ephesians 6, um, 11, put on the full armor of God so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the armor of God. And then it goes, this is a big passage that you should go and read and have it stapled to the front of every book that you have so you can remember what this passage is. But essentially it says like, hey, there are things you can't see that you're fighting and you find yourself in a drought. We have lifestyle, you know, that can put us in a drought, but there's also the spiritual warfare that's very real. That if you're finding yourself not wanting to pursue the Lord anymore, not wanting to read his word, that there's something that's trying to, like, discourage you. That you you have to build that spiritual muscle and say, I don't feel like it, but I'm going to be in his word. I'm going to worship him and pursue him in a different way. I'm going to fast. I'm going to listen to this cinematic audio book. You know, I'm going to eat Reese's while I read the Bible and condition <laughs> myself that, you know, and it's. It's not necessarily fun. It doesn't feel rewarding in the drought. It feels sometimes like you feel forsaken. Like, what did I do, God? Am I being punished, Lord? Did I do something bad? You know, these are all thoughts that I've had before. Like, God, like, what's going on? Why don't I have revelation? Did I mess up? Did I not honor you? You know, Mm -hmm. and if we stay in that spot, oh, man, our minds can go downhill fast. Like, oh, I'm unworthy. God gave me all of his goodness, and now I'm not in his presence anymore. But if if we stop, and we go in his word regardless if we feel like he's with us or not because he's always with us. But regardless if we feel it or not, we can still read the words and know the truth, right? What does God's word say? Never will I forsake you, right? 
as you pursue mm-hmm. me, you'll find me. So that we know we keep pursuing him, we'll find him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like these things that he give, gave us his word. And regardless of our emotional state, even though it feels so much better when it's like, yes, I got the feeling, I feel him, he's in my presence, I got the tingles in my fingers, you know, <laughs> you got tingles in your fingers, you're like, oh, I, the presence of the Lord. But like, it's, yeah. it's okay yeah. to feel like that. And know like you're not alone and you you're not being punished, right? Like it's like that's one right. of the things. It's like I always feel like I'm being punished. Like, did I make a wrong choice? I dishonored you with the last thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I realized like that it's also building our, our discipline. It's building us up and wanting to know who he is in a different yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel the the excitement. And the and the tingly feelings. Who doesn't love that? Mm. Like that's just I can't feel my face. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Where did that come I from? I don't know. Where did that come I can't from? Feel my face. I don't know. I feel like I might have said that one time or not. But anyway. <laughs> okay, that's a different level of hearing the word and you can't feel your face. I'm sorry. What's going? On? <laughs> I don't know. That's a different from. level. <laughs> Maybe I can't feel it now, but okay. Maybe I'm laughing at you. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's really important what you're you're kind of touching on a different subject too, MJ, is this idea of, um, you know, you've been there before. You've been excited about being close to God and, and felt really close and to his presence before, but then that kind of goes away and then you don't feel that anymore it's like did you do something wrong but wait you still you still know that that was a very real experience for you mm-hmm. so what's what's the difference now you're still doing the same things as you were before in fact you might be doing them twice as hard mm-hmm. as you were before if that's your type of person i'm that person i'll like do it twice as hard mm-hmm. but nothing's changing in fact it's not there's not as much revelation as you had before. You're not seeing blessings coming out. And what I mean by blessings is just like, as we would interpret it, you're not living the good life, right? Like the good life is not coming through to you. It's not, you're not, I don't know. Your, your prayers aren't being answered. A, a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Or like even like the... Um, the revelation that you may like that to be is a blessing, but I think people even like realizing like circumstances aren't changing too, right? Like that's a blessing. Um, that they're not changing. Yeah, like if you're in a drought and you're like, I'm in this drought because I just gave up hope. You know, like you can forfeit by stay like by giving up, right? Like it's like I want the abundant life. I don't feel that I'm getting the abundant life, which can be different for everybody. But for myself, it'd be just that, like, intimate friendship with the Lord. And you give up, and then you stay in the drought. Or... What are you giving up? The Word. Oh, okay, so you give up pursuing the Lord. I see. And if you are in your first drought, that could be a very real option. Mm -hmm. Where you're like, I tried God's way. And it was really good, but then he gave up on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what, what is the problem with that that I hear can come across from our own thinking is that we did something wrong. Right. When we don't, when we say, well, he gave up on me, it's clearly that I did something 
mm-hmm. for him to give up right. on us for. Yeah. But when you say that, then it just, yeah, that can be discouraging. Mm-hmm. But that's your narrative, right? That's not God's narrative. Right. And which I is think so clutch to understand. Yeah. Yeah. That's your narrative. I think that can be a, a dangerous place if you're not like admittedly able to talk to other people either. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, because for me personally, if I'm starting to think I did something wrong, it's so easy for me to shut down and withdraw and stop talking to people. Mm-hmm. What? Well, who am I to lead them? Mm-hmm. Why would anyone want to talk to me right now about yeah. this? I'm just being real. You know, and that's a good that's a good point. And so, what? To be honest, it's different for everyone, but for myself. Um, I will pursue every way I can to get out of the drought. I will fast. I will pivot. I will pray. I will ask for prayer. I will ask for prayer because out of being a prayer, someone who has a a passion for prayer, to not ask for prayer is to be prideful. Mm -hmm. And that pride is what separates us from the Lord. And so I learned that the quicker that I can get to the foot of the throne and have him examine my heart I can oh I can allow myself to have revelation around the drought whether it's a spiritual thing spiritual warfare whether it's a lifestyle thing whether I grieved the Holy Spirit and truly grieved him and not just like me assuming and hearing myself think like I did something wrong but mm. um, because um, the Lord has really made himself evident to my heart I will do whatever it takes to get out of that drought I mean but when I was walking earlier in my walk yeah I mean it would have been helpful probably to have had a community of people to come around me and talk to but I didn't have that at that point but I would endorse Mm -hmm. community who are God-fearing women or men Mm -hmm. to come around you and pray for you and pray with you to encourage you to do maybe a new Bible study or something you know because there's more innovation when you are able to go and get stuff out of your head and your heart and not let that just go round and round and round your thoughts because it is hard to think what did I do Lord Mm -hmm. it's a hard spot to be in it's a really hard spot to be in but um yeah and we we talked about prayer circles too and how like that's so important mm-hmm. and, and part of like our lives too has been immense and huge and awesome mm-hmm. all right but uh, we you know we've touched on a couple things i think this conversation is going to lead into how we talk about yes spiritual warfare which we touched on a little bit and also what God has given us as we are his children and we pursue him, but he's given us gifts as well. And what that kind of, how that looks for each person, what maybe gifts are and how heavy actually holding a gift can be um, and having that gift can be. So we'll get more in in depth with that, specifically talking about like James and John and their conversation with Jesus. Well, it was his, their mama. Their mama oh, was that's like, true. hey, she did say that. From my two kids to your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it, right hand, left hand? Yeah, right, right hand. Lift them up, and he's like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to? <laughs> 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 yeah, so we will get into how that can also be a difficult place to be in. Um, 
with spiritual giftings. So I think that kind of ties into how it's difficult sometimes when you're just in a drought. Mm -hmm. But we'll let you guys go with some um, prayer and, and we'll set up some resources for you guys in the show notes here. Lord, I thank you so much for your son, um, for who he is and for everything that he does that we were just not able to do. And whether it's, Lord, our hearts, which it often is, um, or something that we're not able to see, some sort of spiritual warfare that's going on around us, Lord, I pray that you would give us the motivation and give everyone who's listening the motivation, the desire to want to continue to pursue you. That if one way isn't working, Lord, let you let there be another way that's that's obvious and evident to them to continue to dig in, pursue you, Lord, whether it's an app or an audio Bible, prayer, or a different spiritual discipline. It's all to be able to pursue you and who you are and to know you Lord I pray that we would know you more and more deeply and and that you would prepare our hearts and our minds and soften our hearts um, in whatever season we are all in right now and for whoever is listening that our hearts would be softened to you and that um, you would make yourself known and, and real to each and every single one of us so that we can flourish so that we can live what you promised um abundant lives lives full of joy and 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 have hope for whatever we're we're facing i ask this in your holy name